0: Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.
1: From the front page of the Herald today, uncertainty remains over city manager position after judge dismisses Nkwazi's application. For details on this story and others, go to heraldlive.co.za. Major problems as far as the emergency medical services around Nelson Mandela go. It's a bigger problem affecting other parts of the Eastern Cape as well. Too few emergency service workers on the books, and in some cases from the residents' point of view, we're waiting up to five hours before an ambulance arrives at an emergency scene. We're speaking to the Shadow MEC for Health, Jane Cowley. She's with the Democratic Alliance. I'm sure you've been following this problem closely. Uh, Jane, your general thoughts on the matter?
0: Yes, thank you, Darren. Thanks for inviting me. Um, Indeed, we have been following this uh, matter very, very closely for some time now because this is not a new problem. It's been coming for quite a few years. um, And essentially, the major problem is because of the financial status of the Department of Health, they just simply cannot fill fill all the critical posts. So, this has impacted terribly on the emergency services not only that but they don't have money to replace uh, emergency vehicles so we are running at a terrible deficit in terms of the vehicles and the capacity in the province and of course uh, in North Mandela Bay this the problem is very similar to the provincial problem, but exacerbated by the fact that it's an urban area and yet they're still waiting for up to five hours to, to um, you know, receive emergency medical care.
1: Jane, now a city like Nelson Mandela Bay, 1.2 million people served by how many paramedics? 11 to 20, depending on which reports you believe?
0: This is correct. There are more paramedics, but because they have to work shifts and because of so many vacancies, um, they're also working overtime. So there's only so many hours that any given paramedic can work. In Nelson Mandela Bay, the population of 1.3 million should, on paper, this is an international norm, have one ambulance per 10,000 people. So in, in this means that Nelson Mandela Bay should have access to any, you know, 130 ambulances at any given time. Sadly, I think there are only a, there are 57 ambulances in the metro currently. But because of the shortage, the critical shortage of staff, only about 20 of those ambulances are able to operate. So it's it's an absolute nightmare. For people living on the outer fringes of town, for example, in, in, in perhaps in Motherwell or um, um, in the Utenhague area, Karicha area, they can like wait literally you know, up to five hours before an ambulance will attend to them. And it's not because those who are on duty are sitting around twiddling their thumbs. They're literally so thinly spread now that um, people, you know, it's going to impact on the lives and livelihoods of people. We're going to have the same situation that we had in the rural areas two years ago where patients actually lost their babies and ultimately lost their own lives because they waited too long for an ambulance.
1: This shortage in terms of both ambulances and personnel, it appears to have got worse over the past few years. Anecdotal evidence has it that as natural attrition happens and people leave because they're retiring or for another job, those vacant posts aren't filled. It seems to be getting worse and worse every year, Jane. Is that your understanding as well? And if so, how do we turn it around?
0: it is my understanding because it's it's a it's a fact and i can explain to you why this is happening is because the fund the, the department of health is so overstretched financially, we chatted about this last time we spoke, Darren, that they're facing contingent liability in the region of 40 billion rand. Now, they only have a budget of 27.3 billion rand. Keep in mind that at the end of this last financial year, on the 31st of March, they owed 4.4 billion rand in accruals for goods and services rendered. So, they've very first, you know, on the first day of this new financial year, they had to pay over 4.4 billion Rand to service providers. So they already, uh, instead of 27.3, they're looking at a budget of about 22. Now, 18.2 billion Rand goes to cost of employment. But what the department's doing, in order to honour the the, 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 the um, legal costs and and the payouts that they have to make for successful claims, and su- successful medical legal claims against them, they are robbing from Peter to pay Paul, and they are keeping critical vacant posts open so that they can access the money that would go to that salary to settle these uh, medico-legal claims. And that is why it's just getting worse and worse every year, because the medico-legal contingent liability is getting higher and higher every year, and they haven't managed to contain the problem.
1: You're in government, as I said. You're the shadow MEC for health. I would imagine that regardless of political party or affiliation, everyone would surely want an ambulance and emergency service that works the way it has to work. At your level, when you're sitting in Parliament, is there political will? Is everyone on the same page? Or do we still have to overcome that hurdle?
0: You know, Darren, when you speak to the people in charge, they, they, they like to portray that they do have the political will. But they're not taking very simple steps that could relieve the situation. What we see is more and more administrators being employed in the Department of Health and the administration itself becoming more and more bloated and less and less capable. Now, what they need to do, and they need to do it urgently, and we've been calling for this for several years, is trim their bloated bureaucracy. They could really um, channel funds to where where they really, really um, matter, and that would be emergency medical services. It would mean medical officers in hospitals, obstetricians in the areas where we have high rates of cerebral palsy, to babies being born. Those are the critical, critical things that our Department of Health needs to do. We do not need another general manager, deputy director, assistant deputy director, assistant assistant to the assistant deputy director. We need doctors and nurses and paramedics. They are the ones that make health care available to the people. So there are definitely things that the department can do. But unfortunately, they say they're going to do them, but they never do. We're looking at, for example, last year, the non-medical staff wage bill was more than double the goods and services bill for the year. How can that be? How can goods and services get a budget last year of 1.56 billion but the non-medical staff, in other words those managers I was talking about, are sucking up 3.6 billion rand of the budget. The balance is all out and there are simple steps to be made but they just refuse to take them and unfortunately the Department of Health is becoming an employment agency as opposed to a health care agency.
1: Jane, an idea that we've been kicking around from time to time on the podcast, I'd like your comment. Make sure that all elected officials, uh, municipal, provincial, and national, make sure that they have to make use of the services that they're providing for the public. Schools, the health service, as we're talking now, various other departments as well. I'm inclined to think that if that was the case, we might not be sitting with all these problems, all the challenges would evaporate and disappear.
0: Agree with you more and we've raised this too because they talk about this national health insurance which they cannot fund I mean it's a pipe dream but they all have medical aids so when they have a problem off they go to a private institution so I couldn't agree with you more if they had to stand in the queues that all the other people in our province have to stand in and if they had to put up with the shoddy service that everybody else has to and put up with schools that don't have textbooks things would change. Because they don't feel it themselves it's easy to hear us and talk about how we're going to resolve these issues but they actually aren't living the same life as the people that they're serving and the problem is they don't see themselves as servants that is the major problem so i agree with your proposal i think it would be a brilliant solution to the problem
1: thank you very much for joining us on behind the herald headlines today from the da the shadow mec for health in the eastern cape jane carley much obliged jane keep well Behind the Herald headlines today, looking at the problem of physically and mentally exhausted paramedics and ambulance service workers who are bearing the brunt of the cash-strapped health department's inability to fill all the vacant posts. They've been working hard, they're overworked, they're overstretched, and this morning we catch up with Mr. Madoda Makakana, who is from the Public Service Association, basically the unions for those workers. Morning, Madoda. Thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm fine, General. No complaining to you. We're not doing too badly. Obviously, we're very concerned. As a result of the the health department being overstretched when it comes to ambulance service workers and paramedics, some residents are having to wait up up until three, four, five hours after they've called for an ambulance. What's causing the problem and how can we fix it?
2: You know, Darren, the the huge problem that is facing our EMS personnel, basically, all over, not only in the Eastern Cape, but it's worse here, is, is the question of staff shortage. Uh, you'll find that uh, there, there are our members, personnel that left the system to pension and others unfortunately lost their lives during this uh, pandemic uh, but not even a single one has been replaced and, and, and you know our areas are, are expanding rapidly every day you know we used to talk about NU6 in Motherwell, now we are talking about N 11 NU17 is sinking. Our areas are expanding daily, and and, and that is why you, you will see people complaining. When there's been promises at the financial year all those stuff and the ambulances as well those few that they have they are not well equipped so those are the, all the challenges that they are having and and then i feel the issue of staff shortages in all health departments in the eastern Cape it's not the issue of the provincial uh, treasury to come on board i think national issue needs to be done. In all the chamber meetings, the issue of staff shortage has been raised in all health departments, and nothing is happening. And you know now, those people that were assisting in other in health departments due to this COVID, they are no longer there. Their contract has been terminated. That is also going to have an impact. So basically what was saying is, is Intervention from the national office, national treasury, minister of finance, even the president himself. Then they will come just to set aside, to come and and see what's happening in the Eastern Cape. They will see the whole picture, which is not so, uh, a a very bad picture. That's it, that's it.
1: This is literally a life or death situation for citizens and for (laughs) residents. What has the reaction been from authorities, because you've obviously explained the problems to them the same way as you have to me. What has the reaction been like so far?
2: You know, the issue that uh, we are starting a financial year, we are are four days in this financial year. Her budget has been cut, and and, and so basically her hands are tied. That's why I'm saying National FESA, should come on board. Minister of Finance should come on board and see exactly. Cutting the budget is making things worse. As i indicated, that there were people who were assisting in health. All their contracts have been terminated at the end of March. So it's making things worse. That's what is happening in other departments. is also happening assisting because a lot of people have resigned, went on pension, others have lost their lives, but not even a single one has been replaced. And then basically, uh, you find that the HOD can do so much, but without the budget, there's nothing they can do. So it means the, national, the, the intervention of, of the national office, treasury, finance, and, and then the person
1: as well. So really what you need is for the national treasury to allocate more time and certainly more money to this issue rather than provincial, if I understand correctly.
2: Specifically, not just come for one hour visit, it is not sufficient. Just come down and see exactly what's happening and see the areas that the the ambulances have to cover. The radius now is growing in the Eastern Cape, more especially the National Mandela, but the ambulances are still the same as as in five years
1: ago. And the vacant posts that have been caused by uh, people retiring or leaving or even due to COVID-19 they're not being filled either. Why is that? Budget as well. Exactly.
2: And I don't understand. These those posts are funded. We don't understand the delay in terms of that. But we don't see a a, a, a health advertising post in
1: EMS. For the new budget year, 2022 to 2023, do you think there'll be adjustments made which will make more money available?
2: We've just heard now uh, that uh, it also has been cut so it means we, 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 we are, things are going to be worse if there's no uh, intervention. Because we've heard, we've been told that the budget has been cut. And, and so it
1: means they are going to be worse off. What action are you going to take? Will you be lobbying the provincial health department or forming an alliance with anyone to try and solve this problem and get more budget?
2: We, 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 we've got this issue of, of, of the filling of vacant posts in all the that we said it must be speed up and also we, we have escalated to our national offices to say the issue of vacant posts more especially the funded ones
1: We certainly hope that matter of urgency is dealt with because people are literally dying as a result of the dire staff shortages. Thank you very much for joining us on Behind the Herald headlines today. Public Servants Association of South Africa provincial manager Madoda Makakana. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Goodbye. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann.